This is the Wednesday, June 23rd edition of the Daily Wager podcast after a barn burner in the Valley last night, a.k.a. the Valley Oop. We've got even mm-hmm. more action today. Uh, we have the Eastern Conference Finals beginning. We also have some golf get going tomorrow and a little baseball as well. So sit back in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian alongside Tyler Fulgham this morning and an epic finish in the West. The Phoenix Suns have won nine straight, although they did not cover this one. So eight and one ATS. Tyler, how about that finish? Unreal. Um, to, to be up 2-0 and to do it in such a fashion without Chris Paul, um, obviously a lot is being made, Doug, of the amount of time it took to play those final nine seconds and the reviews and everything like that. But what an entertaining game and what a great moment for Monty Williams and the Suns and that fan base there. Just absolutely insane finish. And it it would have been a great stolen victory for the Clippers because it felt like the Suns had that game the entire time. Then they're up late or they're down late. Paul George misses those free throws and they somehow convert on that uh, value. But uh, I, I like the Suns. Now they're my fourth team I think I've landed on to win the championship, <laughs> so I haven't really done well in terms of handicapping there, but uh, off to a good start in this series. Good stuff there. So I was high on the uh, Clippers plus the points last night. We got there. Joe had the under, so that was a really nice job on that nice. front. Um, tonight I wish I had a firm opinion. It's really tough because game one, you know, I, I just I think it's too many points, but the bogey injury – is a component to this, right? He averaged uh, 30 points in the two meetings he played against Milwaukee this regular season. These are starting shooting guard, right? And it, I think it's a really bad matchup for Milwaukee, excuse me, for Atlanta. I really like Milwaukee, just everything about it, but I can't lay that kind of lumber. It's nearly five, minus 500, so I can't fault anyone for grabbing Atlanta, but I'm going to grab the 7.5 and, and just a regular nice and easy play tonight, but um, certainly keeping an eye on the Bogdanovich situation. Yeah, I agree with that. And don't forget, remember Bogdanovich was supposed to sign with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks this offseason oh, uh, when he left that. Sacramento, and then that deal fell through. So maybe that's why he kept going nuclear against the uh, Bucks in the regular season, although I think uh, one or two of those games was without Trey Young, so more usage went his way. Um, I- I'm with you. I think uh, it's now eight I'm seeing at Caesars William Hill, so shop around. But eight points just seems like way too much for an Atlanta team that, again, over the last two two and a half months of a watching NBA basketball. They've been one of the four best teams in the NBA. And they, they went on the road against the Knicks in one game one. They went on the road against the Sixers in one game one. And I think they can go on the road against the Bucks and win game one because uh, the, the Hawks look far more impressive to me in their uh, victory over the Philadelphia 76ers than the Bucks did against the uh, Brooklyn Nets, who were without Kyrie Irving for the bulk of that series and uh, had only a hobbled James Harden for half of that series. So I like the the amount of points I'm getting in my pocket, the head start I'm getting with the Hawks. I will gladly uh, take that and run with it. And my mistake, it's, it's gone up to eight. So it's eight in the consensus in the market. Yeah, really weird sort of regular season. One game, Giannis had just come back from injury, only played a few minutes. Another game, the game the Hawks won by comeback at a huge fourth. Trade Young didn't even play in that game. So really not much to go on from the regular season. Any props that stand out to you? Not any that are flashing must plays. My leans right now are Giannis under his point prop, 33 and a half. Um, my lean for Trey Young is to go over 28 and a half. Um, and then something that you uh, turned me on to with um, 
whoever is guarding Trey Young, which was Ben Simmons in the last series, um, under the rebound prop because Young's range pulls guys so far away from the rim. So Drew Holiday, another good rebounder for a guard. Um, I'm looking at his rebound prop is five and a half. The under is juiced to minus 135. The over, I believe, is even money. So the market's expecting the under. I'll play that even though I don't love the juice. Um, I believe in the three matchups Holiday played against the um, uh, against the uh, Hawks this season, he had um, never went over five and a half rebounds. I think it was five, five, and four in the three games that he played. So it's a small number for a guy who can get double-digit rebounds. But again, Trey Young kind of changes the calculus of uh, where you're going to be on the floor when that shot comes off the rim. So uh, I think I'll throw a little bit on Drew Holiday under five and a half rebounds, just like uh, you turned me on to with Ben Simmons against Trey Young in the last series. Well, yeah, as one of our listeners uh, got us involved in some of these with, with Drew Holiday over rebounds and some others, mm-hmm. so it's good to uh, aggregate, as I like to say. Um, you know, we've uh, <laughs> we've talked a lot about the bad teams in, in baseball this year, and it's, you know, the triumvirate of Arizona, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. Best bet yesterday, I had a few options, and all of them actually hit because I did well in the WNBA right here on the pod. But I, I like uh, – I'm just going to keep fading this Orioles team. They're pretty bad. Obviously, it was great to get – such a strong outing from um, Granky yesterday in a 3-1 game, but I'll take Houston in the run line as well. Um, look, this Orioles team just is bad. I don't know what else to say, but um, not a ton of handicapping there, but this, this Astros team is also starting to mash a little bit, even though just three runs yesterday. Yeah, in baseball, uh, one I like is the Oakland A's first five run line, so they have to win first five by at least a run. Minus 115 against the Texas Rangers. Big reason is Mike fulton the righty for Texas, um, has the second worst first five record in Major League Baseball. He's 2-9-3, a guy whose ERA, um, no matter when he's out there, is north of five. He gets hit hard, um, and there's enough bats in the Oakland lineup that can take advantage of that. James Caprellian is the starter for Oakland, 4-1 this season, an ERA uh, just north of 2.8, a 1.11 whip, so massive advantage for Oakland in the pitching department. They're just a better team leading uh, atop the AL West. The Texas um, is a team that is struggling. So first five run line Oakland A's uh, against the Texas Rangers. For our listeners, parting shot here. Yeah, Travelers Championship. Um, it's uh, going to be at a, a much different course than we saw at Torrey Pines. Uh, a Pete Dye uh, layout that is short, 6,800 yards, I believe. Um, so it's a different kind of golf you're going to be looking for. Ches Reeve won this event back in 2019. Uh, he had been in poor form lately, but kind of broke out of that, qualified for the U.S. Open, uh, went T15 at the Palmetto Championship the week before the Open, finished T40, made the cut at the U.S. Open. So coming to TPC River Highlands, where we'll play the Travelers Championship, and again, an event that he won back in 2019, I will play Ches Reeve to finish inside the top 30 at plus 275. Um, he has, despite... Um, missing the cut uh, recently um, and not playing well in terms of uh, no, I'm sorry. He, he has made the cut his last two events, the U S open and Palmetto, like I said, but he gained most importantly, 10 strokes on a po- approach, those events. That's his strength. He's a really good um, iron player from the fairway, especially short iron shots. And that's what you'll have for a lot of your second shots here. So apologies there. He's made his last two cuts, Palmetto and U S open and gained 10 strokes on approach. And that's kind of, the skill you're going to want at a short course like this, Pete Dye design, is target golf. Reeves won it back in 2019. So t- top 30 for Reeves at plus 275. I 
it's funny, you know, I never made it out to the travelers in Bristol, but you're right. That that's the wrap. I don't have a golf play. I'm going to be aggregating a little bit for some people I talked to. We'll have them on daily wager tonight. No WNBA play for me, but although if I had to, I would take the links minus three in the loan game on the slate tonight. Hope you had a good golf outing yesterday and your day off, but we'll see you back later in the studio, six Eastern today, 2 PM Eastern tomorrow. So tomorrow, uh, the Thursday shows are only irregular uh, start time in this week and even next week too, or normal time next week. So that's going to do it for us. Like we promise in and out in less than 10 minutes, please do us a favor though. Don't forget to rate review and follow. If you're enjoying the show, obviously it helps us out with all the analytics and good things along those lines, but we'll catch you back here on the daily wager podcast tomorrow. Tomorrow.